Let's Talk Oculus is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to know how to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash playtestvr. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Oculus episode 6. I'm Dan from Playtest VR, and today we are joined by our first ever special guest. I have with me Adam, better known as Litnox VR. So Litnox, let the people know exactly who you are. I do a YouTube channel with, I think now, it's pretty pretty close to, uh, I think, 1,250 subscribers kind of deal. So definitely raising the ranks. It seems like a, like 150 new one every month. But I do quest reviews, PSVR stuff, PC VR stuff, top 10 videos, how to, all, all sorts of stuff. I try to mix it up on the channel, but perhaps in the future, I'm going to be more structured. So check we'll that out. If you, like, if you like VR stuff, check, the, check out the channel. Yeah, and Lipnock's um, channel will be in the description. I'll, let, I'll put it in, especially if you're into side quest. He does a lot of side quest stuff and uh, VR chat. Look at his rocking his beautiful side quest. For the video viewers, <laughs> Lipnox is fashionably <laughs> dressed. I'm just wearing a white t-shirt. He's in this beautiful side quest hoodie and a cool, a cool looking hat, which he did his last video on. But we'll get to more about Lipnox in a second. So I just want to give a full disclaimer to everyone who's watching slash listening. We did record this, pop, we record this podcast with Samson a few days ago, but only the second half got recorded. So we had our first ever technical glitch. So me and Lipnox are back a few days later just to record this first part. And in the middle of this episode, Samson will just reappear. So don't, don't be alarmed. It's just the way we recorded it. If, if you um, only like Samson, skip ahead. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I put timestamps below if you just want to hear Samson speak because he'll be discuss <laughs> he'll be discussing. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at that part. Um, later on, Samson will be here to discuss Stones of Harlath. Uh, we'll be discussing the new walkabout mini golf map that dropped last week. And also there's been reports on a new Quest headset slated for 2022. So we'll discuss briefly on if maybe Oculus should uh, partner, up with, partner up with Microsoft next year um, and deliver a rival headset to the one of, PC, of the PlayStations, the PSVR 2. So if you like what you hear, consider subscribing uh, to the podcast. It's on all good podcast platforms. You can also check the video one out on Playtest VR's YouTube channel. Uh, send in your questions if you want to be part of the show at letstalkoculus at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to throw me and Samson a dollar, buy us a coffee, or get more amazing guests on the show, um, follow us or um, potentially throw us a dollar at patreon.com forward slash playtestvr. Okay, so let's get this show on the road, Lipnox. Uh, tell us about your journey into VR. Where did it all begin? So for me, it came down to just the realization that VR was a potential thing from watching cartoons and media when I was younger. But I think what really took off for me was when we had the Nintendo Wii and we finally had motion controls and it was like, I can swing my arms and it's, you know, doing the motions. And I think that's where it finally was like, okay, now, now this VR thing from before is a reality it's in consumer hands and it's like at this point we just gotta we just gotta get a headset to strap to our heads now it wasn't that simple but going beyond that you know we had 3d tvs we had the 3ds it all sort of came to the came together in a point where it's like this is going to happen i can't wait for it to happen and for me what sold it at the end for me was really 
trying out the PlayStation VR, which was the Morpheus at the time, and playing that kitchen demo, which was just the kitchen demo when I played it. It wasn't Resident Evil yet. Mm-hmm. And seeing my hands in front of me, looking down and being able to move the controller. And it's like, I'm, I'm in this world. I'm here. And you get that tingle on the back of your neck when you first feel that experience. And that's what really just sold VR for me and 100% made it that this was this is my future for video games. Yeah, definitely. It's funny how you say that because it was exactly the same for me. Uh, I actually, yeah, same. Actually, I, I love the Wii where I uh, got it early as well and love the motion control aspect of it. But it quickly for me became a little bit of a gimmick and then I sold it and got the PS3. But yeah, later on when the PS uh, when the PSVR came out with the kitchen demo, Boy, that kitchen demo is so good. Like the amount of times that I didn't even press play to play the demo. I was just looking around in the kitchen. Just I was in a kitchen and the vivid detail. And I was also petrified. Like it was amazing. Did you ever um, play the Resident Evil 7 then? Did you ever go onto that? So what I did was I, I knew I knew I was getting VR. I knew I was getting mm-hmm. VR. So I never played. I purposely never played Resident Evil 7 mm-hmm. until I got the headset. And I didn't know if I could handle it. So they had this, the first hour, which was like a, I think it was like 20 minute demo experience, but it was its own standalone thing. Yeah. And that used to creep me out so much. I, I did beat that for, well, for the most part, I think there was like a secret coin that I never got, mm-hmm. but I, I played that fully in VR not in VR. And that was, that was intense enough. So I was just petrified of playing the full game. And I think I finally did play the full game. And I was like, I think I got like 45 minutes in and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to die from this. I'm going to literally have a heart attack and die from this. So I did finally play the Resident Evil 7. But the only way that I did it was I had to promise myself that I'm not allowed to get an Oculus Quest until I beat this game. So I basically, my mind was on the quest and I was like, oh, if I want that quest, I got to face my fears. I got to take out the bakers and <laughs> it was, <laughs> take it was, it was a worthy bakers. sacrifice. <laughs> it was that it was i i absolutely loved it i remember playing that in vr for the first time and then playing it flat screen as well or pancake screen as they call it and i realized that actually this is better in vr and like can you imagine bringing motion controls to that game because you do only use a controller you know so i guess you're waiting for resident evil 8 right i, I was gonna say i i don't know if i want motion controls for that it was already scary enough as it is i don't know if i, I don't know if i want the extra controls at that point, I can't keep a hand. I'm jittering my hand like this, miss all my shots. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm I'm waiting for that Resident Evil 8 to come to VR. I'm not playing it until it's in VR. I sent Capcom yeah. that notice being like, I'm not buying this game until you give me VR. If it comes down to giving up eventually, you know, maybe I'll buy it for on sale for like 20 bucks and play it on four packs. But mm-hmm. I still remain hopeful that PSVR 2 is going to have Resident Evil 8 Village in VR. Yeah. And I'm 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 going by that. that. That's my logic. Me too. I don't think I've seen much of the game because I've been waiting for it. And I, I don't want to make this a bit of a PlayStation podcast, but because <laughs> with the PSVR 2 talk, but I really do think that that's got to have to like have to be a lot launch title because Resident Evil alone sells a lot of titles. And we just already seen from uh, the announcement of Resident Evil 4 coming to the quest later on sometime this year in 2021 that people have already on the comments on these those trailers going, oh, I've just bought a quest just for this game. I'm waiting for this game. So I think it'll be silly if they don't um, port it over to the VR system for, for their next PlayStation. Because I know for a fact that I would buy one straight away, straight away. And I haven't even got a PS5 yet. 
<laughs> so I think you're the same with that, with that on you. Yeah, I, I don't have my PS5 yet. I, to me, I, Sony made no commitment to VR into the PS5. And even, like they've made, they've made some commitments now with PS5 patches. But mm-hmm. to me, I, I'm not buying a console expecting VR and then not getting VR and having a console I don't really care about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't echo that much. Now, moving on from the PlayStation podcast, let's go back to Oculus. And uh, well, before we actually say that, what is your like VR game of all time? So my favorite VR game, and it's still to me, my the best VR game I've played is Saints and Sinners. Doesn't matter if you're playing it on PSVR, like we just talked about, if you're playing it on the Oculus Quest 1, Oculus Quest 2, or you're playing on the PC. Admittedly, if you're playing on the PC, it's really realistic looking and scares the crap out of me. So I almost, I almost don't know if that's my favorite version because I'm too scared to play it. But regardless where you're playing, it's just a fantastic game that fully utilizes what VR is, has an amazing inventory menu system, awesome graphics, awesome physics. It's a full game. It's a story. It's got all these elements. Like To me, I know Half-Life Alex is the hype VR game, but you're still relying on teleport movement in that game. You you're not fully relying. Like it's still, you have smooth, but you still have moments in the game where you have to teleport. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I see that teleport come up, you're taking me that little bit out of the experience. And Saints and Sinners, oh, you, you want to climb something? You climb with yeah. your hands. And I'm not, I'm not trying to diss Half-Life Alex whatsoever. Half-Life Alex is an amazing game. But for me, Saints and Sinners is still my favorite VR game. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I'm on, on board with that because... Half-Life Alex, don't get me wrong, is an amazing game and it's probably one of the most impressive VR titles with the level of detail that's in that game. Like just when you first start that game and you see the world all going crazy, you see all the robots and whatever, you're already immersed and that game is fantastic in its own right. But the thing about I love about Walk uh, Walkabout, sorry, uh, Walking Dead is that... (laughs) (laughs) Not going golfing. (laughs) I play Walkabout too much. (laughs) Yeah, completely different game. But with Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, it doesn't matter what platform you just alluded to it. It can be on the PlayStation VR, on the PC VR, on the Oculus Quest. It's still a fantastic experience. Yeah, okay, the visuals look better in PC, but still, it's a fantastic experience. It still can scare the crap out of me all the time. Um, I just kind of wish that the that Horde mode has that multiplayer because I, th- I know Samsung, for a fact, um, loves multiplayer uh, VR games, so he doesn't. He stays away. He he hates horror games. He's a bit of a wuss when it comes to horror VR. But to be fair, I can't really blame him. But he says he will get it if it does have a multiplayer mode. But it looks like they announced a new um, story DLC, didn't they recently? Which yeah, the, the aftershock. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 pretty sure the aftershock is is the the nail in the coffin for Samson's dreams. Unless we get like a sequel, I, I, if they didn't add co-op this time, I just don't think they technically can add co-op. And I think that's what yeah. it is because your character in the game is just your arms. So it means mm-hmm. they're going to have to render that character, another character. And the way the mm-hmm. game runs on the quest, they're loading in those areas when you go to them. So yeah. yes, it's one big map for each level, but when you're in there, it's got like, it's severed off into, into blocks that are loading. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just think that it's one of those things that it's like for PC, for PSVR, it's totally possible, but I don't think the Quest 1 is capable of doing it. And I don't think they want to make Quest 1 not be able to take part in this feature. I think I think it's just, it's one of those things that I completely agree, but I think, I think After the Fall is going to be the co-op game. 
I agree. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how After the Fall uh, performs in terms of co-op on the Oculus Quest 2. But I think I think you're right. I don't think they want to isolate the Oculus Quest 1 users uh, with that title. And maybe in the future, Saints and Sinners 2 or whatever, which would be amazing. I think that's when they obviously Quest 1 disappears. Now the lowest common denominator goes and they're happy to make it. Because also that Horde mode was released on PC VR and PSVR ages ago, like ages ago. And they've just not never updated it with multiplayer so i think you're right i think samsung's gonna have to hold on to that and you're right like, like when when me and samson had a first episode of this podcast when we were introducing ourselves to the audience it was also my favorite game i always i always say that saints and Sin is my favorite game and it's good yeah, just to funny? pop in yeah i think that episode i predicted that their announcement for that thing was going to be that it was going to have co-op yeah so i did. think when, when we didn't get that i was like okay it's over <laughs> yeah, and what Livnox is talking about is our predictions episode, the like episode zero of the Let's Talk Oculus podcast, where we did predictions for the uh, gaming showcase. And I asked a lot of VR people uh, what their predictions was, and Lipnox had a great prediction of Walkabout is going to have a co-op mode. But yeah, I actually walk, thought walk about, that was a... walkabout golf zombie killer. Walk... <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying walkabout saints and sinners. <laughs> um oh, walkabout does have co-op but saints and sinners have co-op and it's funny though because i remember on that show after you said it and i think someone else said it as well the vr realm i think yeah um, it was two of us yeah and i was i was pretty confident that i was a safe prediction i was like they've gone for a safe pick here because I, I was pretty confident in that i think a lot of rumors were alluding to that but it wasn't it was a new dlc so um yeah that's great it's funny how you say that's your favorite game because i absolutely love that too it's a great great title um but i know that okay you've got the big titles like saints and sinners but i know lipnox a lot of your channel is based on side quest and you're a big advocate advocate of side quest like we spoke about at the start of the show you're wearing the side quest hoodie you know you're all for it you're repping everything um and you also put out a lot of good content um trying to sh expose uh, side quest to a lot of a lot of people who are not not playing in it and to, personally for me I don't use SideQuest that much. I actually use it as a tool to get my media to and from the Quest and to just download some APKs uh, from, from developers and early access and such. I actually don't really dive into SideQuest that much. Um, so for, for people like me, Lipnox, and people listening who have not really dabbled into SideQuest or just overwhelmed by the amount of content on there, what would you say some of the most like recommended titles um, just for anyone on a general purpose? So just to go into SideQuest itself, I think that there's a differentiating factor between SideQuest and AppLab. So mm -hmm. in terms of SideQuest itself, installing the application on your computer or getting the mobile app, I think that there's huge benefit to that. And honestly, with the two I'm going to mention, you know, you really want to be on the PC. But basically, you can load your own custom environments. The Simpsons, I just found one for PlayStation Home. There is an there's there's so many there's like basically everything you would want there's there and having your own custom environment is amazing to me because oculus just wasted potential there they have yeah. they give you like nine yeah. environments and it's like oh this is awesome i mean originally it was like one environment mm -hmm. but to me you like you missed missed you had like an extra environment you got for buying the game and i'm just like why is there not a store i can buy these for like two dollars yeah. yeah. and I, I don't know why they don't do that but that the custom environments is one aspect. And I also want to mention the Dr. Beef ports where he's taken PC games and added full VR support to them. Honestly, better than most of what's on the Oculus Quest store, if not better than all of it. But 
you know, your Doom 3, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I mean, there's these are awesome ports that, it, like, if you don't know, like, Half-Life 1, like, if you don't know these things are there, that is a reason alone to get on SideQuest. You can buy the original versions of these PC games for dirt cheap. You can find the keys dirt cheap on other sites if you want to save as much money as possible. But those are the definite things. But before I waste any more time rambling on about that, I do have a list of five games. And the first one I'm going to mention is called Hacks. And it's a multiplayer shooter that gives me very, very much that classic like time splitters vibe to it, where you're sort of going around these environments where there's a bit of height to them, but for the most part, it's just sort of quick killing. You know, the, the enemies aren't like bullet sponges or anything. Mm -hmm. And you are facing against these like robot things. But the cool gimmick is, is that the guns will let you reload with the ammo clip, but the ammo clip also becomes a sword or you can turn into a grenade and throw it. It's, it's a really, really cool game. It has cel-shaded graphics, very, very sharp. And I love that. The other one I want to mention, the next one is Gorilla Tag. And I don't need to mention too much about that, but it's a multiplayer game that everyone can play. And that one's on App Lab. But for Gorilla Tag, you know, you just use your hands to jump around. You don't need to worry about analog sticks. You don't have to worry about being motion sick. You just, you just play the game. And if you like the game, you like the game. And if not, whatever, but it's cross-platform. So all your VR friends can play it. Then I'm going to say T for God, which is a very room scale type experience where you draw your pl your play space around you and it designs the level around that and it's completely generating continuous so you're going through this huge open this huge world basically that just continuously keeps generating and it's all randomized so you can just play this infinite amounts of time but you're just using your feet to walk around in your play space you don't actually use your analog stick then because everyone always complains there's no racing games on the quest well on App Lab, I think, and definitely SideQuest. There's one called V Speedway, which does let you use either the analog stick or your hands to turn. It has the shift thing for break, like reverse and all that kind of stuff. So it does offer an arcade experience with the analog stick and everything. But if you want a more realistic driving experience with motion controls, that is totally there. It's early access, just one level. But if you want to drive in a realistic sense, for the Oculus Quest, that's probably the most polished you're going to get without going into dash dash world territory or just arcade territory. Then this one just came out on App Lab actually, but Battle Talent. And it's basically your Blades and Sorcery melee combat game. Keep in mind, it's still a free App Lab game. But, you know, if you want that kind of physics based combat with all these different cool weapons, this is th this is the free app that you want to download. There are some paid apps that I recommend too, but this is this is where I'd recommend it. So, all of those games, I think almost all of them are on App Lab. If not, they're on SideQuest. It's easy to install the app. You can get the app on your phone. You can even install the phone app on your Oculus Quest headset and run it from directly inside the headset. So, tons of options, but definitely need to be checking out SideQuest and checking out App Lab and all that kind of stuff. And if you don't know, App Lab stuff doesn't require a computer. You just install the apps, but you do want to go on the SideQuest website to quickly find the App Lab games. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have trouble trying to find them by searching them in the store. Yeah, that's that's a great list, uh, Lipnox. Um, can you give me a quick rundown on what those were? You've got so Hacks. so we got Hacks was the multiplayer shooter, H A X. Yep. Then Gorilla Tag, which is the gorilla game, naturally. Mm -hmm. Then we have T for God, which is the room scale game, and it is. T-E-A for God, not, not T, the letter. 
then V-Speedway, which is the racing game. And the last is Battle Talent, which does have a space in it, but you will find tons of coverage for these games all over the internet, including on my channel. So you don't have to, don't have to look far to find them. <laughs> Definitely. No, that's a great list, Lipnox. Thanks for that. I hope um, people get value from that list. I, I'm definitely going to go check those titles out. Actually, I might first check your videos out for those, those games. I think that would be a good thing. So go, go on to Lipnox VR's channel and you can check them out before you even, um, even go and download them on the actual uh, Quest itself. They are, they're all for the Quest, right? Am I, am I correct? Or... Oh, yeah. They, all, all of these support the Oculus Quest 1 and Oculus Quest 2. And if I can give you a shortcut, uh, several of these, I think, yeah, I think three of these are in the best side quest games video I did with a couple other content creators. So you can, you can save yourself the time and just check that one video and half your list is right there. <laughs> yeah perfect sounds sounds great and you only posted that like a few weeks ago right that's a very recent uh, video right? i think i think it was uh i think it was like six weeks ago maybe now six weeks ago but... yeah so you should you should find that if you search it on on lipmark's channel just type in the best side quest games i'm pretty sure he will come up um but yeah i appreciate that list lipnox um just one one thing on that what are your actual thoughts on app lab though um, you think it's good for the industry that they they came up right with App Lab, or you think it's a problem for SideQuest in the future? I know they're kind of working together, but what what are your like initial thoughts on the concept? So Side like App Lab is done by SideQuest. Like SideQuest pretty much did everything to do with that. Mm -hmm. I think the approval process for the apps is different. I don't think SideQuest is approving those apps directly. I think Oculus has its own people that are making sure things are not going to break their quest, or not going to break the system, not going to let them download things they shouldn't be downloading. Mm -hmm. But the, the thing for me with App Lab is that I think that Oculus doesn't like that we are sideloading things and they want to remove the ability to sideload. And that's why, first of all, you know they want you to create a developer account. Then more recently, I think it was like August, no, it was maybe September, October, they started requiring you have either a phone number or a payment option to even be able to get developer mode set up. Mm -hmm. So they clearly are doing steps to make it difficult to do developer mode. It's not just check mark this thing and you can plug your thing into the computer. They, they want to stop you from doing it. But I think App Lab is their way of saying, here's this, we're gonna, when the next quest comes out, they're probably gonna block side loading unless you have a specific developer account. And I think that's gonna be the thing It's gonna, they're gonna, have, you're going to have your own account, have a developer status, and that's going to how they're going to let you do sideloading. And I think what's going to end up happening is ho hopefully if you're a YouTuber with over a thousand subscribers, you get access to that stuff because I won't be able to check out games early otherwise. But for the average consumer, I just don't think they're going to let you do it anymore. They're just going to say, we have App Lab and no one's going to complain because we've got App Lab. It's not like you're yeah. like before when it was like, oh, you will lose like, when you can't do virtual desktop wirelessly without SideQuest, when you can't do Pavlov without <laughs> like without yeah. SideQuest, you know, these are things people are gonna get upset about. But mm -hmm. currently, I don't even think a lot of people are even still going on SideQuest because they could just go to App Lab and download them right on the headset. And in yeah. a way, App Lab is kind of filtering out some of the rougher experiences in a way. Yeah, and you, the thing about love, love about the side quest system is that it allows people, even just like the one person in the bedroom who's developing for the quest or want, wants to dive in, 
if he's just got a standard block block game, which has some cool swinging mechanic or something, for example, he can upload that onto SideQuest and get people to check it out. But for the App Lab, you do have to go through an approval process, like you mentioned. Uh, so you're right; it does filter out some of the more raw raw stuff on there. Um, the thing I don't like about it at the moment is not really an App Lab problem; it's more about how Oculus has organized their whole UI. The App Lab, if I'm like, for example, I was um, checking out Smash Drums uh, the other day. Um, if I type in Smash Drums on the store, nothing comes up. And then on my phone, it has like a little part at the bottom that says App Lab with a little one on it. And then you click on that and then it comes up. So for, for me and you and maybe probably for the people who are listening, that's going to be fine. They know where to look. They know what App Lab is. But for some like random consumer a general consumer who's never picked up VR before, they've just got their first VR headset with the Oculus Quest 2. App Lab doesn't exist to them because well, they don't, not they only don't that, know what it is. I actually have an, I don't know if it's just me having this issue, but I cannot even access App Lab links on my phone. I have to go on the mm. computer to be able to add them to my account or on the Oculus Quest directly. And if I type in the search thing, word for word, it'll never show up for me. For whatever mm. reason, it just doesn't like me. I even had to refund an App Lab game the other day that I'd purchased with my own money because a developer told me he was going to give me a key and then just didn't. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, I'm covering it anyway then. You, you sparked my curiosity. <laughs> Ter terrible, terrible game. But, but anyways, um, I, like, I had to literally contact Oculus support because I guess for whatever reason, it just doesn't register App Lab properly in the system sometimes with different regions or different accounts. And I don't know what's going on with that, but I think there's a big UI problem in general. Um, and on the second part, when Samsung comes in in a second, we will we will discuss that. So um, I would like to say thank you to Lipdox again. For everyone who's listening, uh, keep listening because Samsung's just going to magically drop in any minute now. Um, but for us, we are going to transition out. Okay, there's just something that you, you mentioned there, Lipnox, in terms of how Oculus only promotes its, its specific certain games. You know, we've got Beat Saber, we've got Creed, and like a handful of others, which we probably won't consider all of them to be probably the best games on there. But that leads me into something to say about the actual layout of the Quest system. They recently had a little bit of an update. They've got some new icons. Um, the settings is now hidden which I absolutely hate. <laughs> like I was trying to add that I was playing the, we'll talk about it later on, but I was playing the new walkabout mini golf course and I was trying to set a new guardian because I went into the living room and I just, my settings were so far low because I've played so many games since the last time I clicked the settings. Like why have they done that? Honestly, I think they hate us, but <laughs> I noticed that they, they added the file manager too. They have a new update and they're like, oh, here we'll put the file manager in there too. And I'm just like, yo, you're getting... Putting, making everything as confusing as humanly possible for me because the file manager is going to be one of those things that I don't even think to look about it. It's going to drop so far down that list. <laughs> when I need that thing, I'm going to be searching through 100 games to find it. Oh, and I'm just going to like, forget that we have it. Yeah, or I'm going to well, I'm going to look for it because I'll need it for some reason, and then I'll be like, oh well, now I can't find it. I'm sitting here freaking out. I'm looking online. Where is this thing? And they update the thing every like month, so anything I look on Google is going to be useless to find because it'll be talking <laughs> exactly. about the old UI or It'll be, you know, the new updates rolled out and half the people have it and half the people don't have it. I remember for my Quest 1, I like didn't have voice functions until like this newest update. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> they just, they just never, I guess it was because I was in Canada or something. They just decided now you don't need the new update. 
And I just, I had the old UI, I'd see all these people online, they have all this new system thing. And I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm not getting that. But it just, yeah, I would what, still say I had the new update, but I, I wouldn't. But I think that mm -hmm. what bothers me the most is you have this tiny little box thing that is so small. So there's no reason I can't add more icons to that like I can on my phone. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, Messenger is one of those icons. Why, why do I need Messenger? I don't want to message people in VR. I want to play VR. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I think I think I think I've used Messenger once. I think I messaged Samson and that's it. Once I was like, hey, let's play Walkabout. That was it. But it's um, I, yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a big. I never thought of that. Why can't I add more to the dock at the bottom like I can on my phone? That tiniest thing. Or like put my favorite games down there. Yeah, like, that kind of makes a little bit more sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I never I never thought about that. I just think the whole UI needs needs a bit of a refresh. I think a lot of things get lost. I think once you're in something like the browser app, you're thinking, how am, how do I get out of this and go back? And it's like, oh, I have to just open another thing. So I have to open the apps or open the store. And on the store, like you said, where's the app lab stuff? Like I can't see anything because it's not, it, you know, it's, it's hidden. And also the Oculus venues, like if there's a concert that happens in Oculus and I want to like catch the highlights, I have to filter in so many videos until I get to the Oculus venue replay part. And then I can see some of those videos. So I think the whole UI just needs a big, big revamp in my opinion. I will say I have gotten very used to using the, like, uh, the little settings, the quick settings or whatever. I think that one like sort of pulls you up to like, I don't know. I like, got... I like the quick settings. I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. I do like the yeah. quick settings. Yeah. Yeah. So not, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. I like yeah. the little uh, battery icon on the controllers too. Like, yeah, we're, we're I, they got some good things. I think, I think what, what they need is they need to have folders. Just mm. let me put all the games in folders like every other system lets me do. And eventually the systems get to a point in their lifespan where they're like, we need to make folders. I'm not sure why that lifespan point isn't at the very start, but eventually we usually get folders. And that's the thing. It's like, you know what? I keep getting all these App Lab games that I'll probably never play again. Let me just throw them in an App Lab, don't care about folder, and put all my games that I actually want to play in one folder. And if I'm doing lists, it makes it so much easier. There's my yeah. melee combat games. There's my racing games. There's this games. Suddenly it's yeah. just it's just infinitely easier. Because the other thing too is that when you're out getting these side quest games, they don't even tell you the name of the game half the time. They'll be like the developer's yeah. name. And you're looking here like, what are the, is these things? And I'm afraid to like <laughs> delete things because I don't even know what they are. So yeah, I'm like, man. I'm like, oh, if I remove this random file, would this mess up my quest? Like, what are these files? <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's, yeah, especially with the side quest APKs because they're all in the like unknown. the unknown sources part, right? Yeah. So they don't they don't show even if you click all in the filter, they won't come up at all because they don't have their own icon or anything. So, yeah, and I, I think specifically for maybe us as well is that it would be nice to have say if I have a few games sent by developers or I'm just reviewing a bunch, I have it on my list. It'd be nice to have a folder that has that, but. With the file manager, for some reason, they've added folders, but it's only for your media. So it's only for your videos or your images. It's like, why not Why not do it all? <laughs> but I don't know. You know. Well, I will I will say one thing that I did think about is SideQuest has made their own like SideQuest launcher thing, and it'll mm. put all your actual games and all your SideQuest games and all your App Lab in like folders like you would see on like your phone when you look at all the games in your phone. And it even has like special icons for the side quest games that you don't know what they are. But I don't want to open something to open something. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> to me, it's like, you know what? It, it, it works fine. It's fine. But I just don't want to do that. 
And I'm yeah. the kind of person that I'll, I just don't use it because I don't want to open something to open something else. It seems like something so simple that could be integrated as well. But anyway, the, the, well, they, already they, built they, it. <laughs> they already built it for them. They just need to add it. SideQuest or Quest or Oculus steals everything else. I mean, steal this idea. Exactly. That's true. They've taken a lot of ideas. Let's take this yeah. folder idea like every other thing has had in the past. So, but anyways, let, let's move on to the next piece of news. And this is obviously we're going to talk a little bit about a future quest. And then I know it's so early for that to, to come, but I just want to talk about it because there was reports this week that suppliers have said that um, Oculus has ordered a bunch of new, new, new versions of lenses and such the same kind of similar ones to the PSVR for 2022. So it looks like there will be a new Quest hardware, maybe September next year, I'm assuming after the Facebook Connect, which I'm glad because I think that's a good amount of time from the from the last one. So what, what are you guys' initial reactions uh, of, of this news or having it? And what my idea was like, should maybe Xbox or Microsoft team up with Oculus and maybe bring the Oculus Link experience to the Xbox platform in order to rival and rival P PSVR? Um, I guess I'll start. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, well, in my opinion, I think it'll, I think they mentioned like uh, Quest 2 Pro. So I'm, I'm pretty certain that that's probably what these are, the lens, lenses are for. Um, my Microsoft, I think Microsoft is all in on AR and their HoloLens and like sort of that type of, uh, I don't know, XR, I guess, uh, yeah. as opposed to going full on just virtual reality headset. Um, but I don't know. It's it's fun to dream. So as I say, I, I, for Xbox, I have thought about this immensely because it seemed like a no-brainer move to me for the longest time until I did the math. See, the problem is, is if they team up with Oculus, they're basically creating an ongoing business relationship. And if VR takes off, they're basically hurting themselves by giving away their VR brand to Oculus, essentially. So at any point, Xbox can be like, here's our VR headset, and they can be part of the players, they can be part of the whole VR scope. And I think in that regard, they're playing it safe. They lost tons and tons of money. They, they keep losing money on the Xbox brand. Like, all these years, they somehow are not profitable on the Xbox brand. There's very few years that they've been profitable on the Xbox brand. Even with all the marketing, even all the titles, even all the advertising, somehow still they somehow manage to lose money almost every year. You add in a VR headset into that, and VR is basically just, I'm sure, I'm sure Facebook is bleeding so much money that Mark Zuckerberg is just like, I don't care. I love VR. But I guarantee you, they're bleeding like immense amounts of money setting up the infrastructure to VR. So it just, to me, it doesn't really make sense. And I honestly think that Microsoft's probably looking at it like, we've got Game Pass. At some point, we can have cloud VR gaming. And we don't even need to offer hardware at all. We can just offer this wireless headset that connects to our servers, and you're good to go in five, six years. And at that point, it doesn't matter. You, you basically you, you connect, you, you license the titles on PC the same way Game Pass is doing right now, and you're, you're going to win. It really that's the thing that I don't think Facebook understands. Every generation it resets. Just because the Xbox 360 was popular doesn't mean the Xbox One is going to be popular. PlayStation stole the show right back from them. And that's what happens every time. The Wii U, Switch or the 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 Switch and the Wii were massive successes. The Wii U did nothing. And that's the mm -hmm. thing, is the game industry doesn't work like the other industries do. 
you're, you're, you're only on top for as long as you're on top. And as soon as you're not the best, you're not on top anymore. And I think that's yeah. where Microsoft looks at it in regards to the Quest 2 Pro thing. I think they're announcing it in September and it comes out in January. Ooh, big prediction already. We haven't even done our predictions episodes. That will be in a two months, three months time. But <laughs> hey, he, he was he was saying, I think he's, he said, Sam was saying next year, September. So I'm, say, yeah. I'm saying January. And maybe a yeah. Quest 3 in next year, September. But I think, I think the pro is going to be January. I think they're going to jump on the gun for that because they can. <laughs> I'm interested to see if they'll be worried about the PlayStation VR 2 coming out because like you mentioned at the top of the show, the re like your first experience in, in, in VR was through the PlayStation, right? And the PlayStation and the PlayStation 5 in particular is so popular, like so, so popular. They have a massive player base. So I think if anything they're going to be the ones who are going to bring this into a mainstream. I think what Oculus can do is probably just be there as a wireless solution um, and maybe be there for businesses. But I don't know if they're going to be worried about it. It'd be interesting to see if they go for a pro version because that means they'll split it into two headsets, right? They'll have the standard one on the pro version. So I don't know. Maybe this is a, it's a talk for close to the time when we have some more reports on this one because it's all up in the air, right? I mean, so Sony made the PlayStation Vita, which for the size of that unit, that was an incredibly powerful handheld system. Yeah. They've discontinued everything to do with the Vita. To me, I look at it and I'm like, what's to stop Sony from doing a wireless standalone version of a PSVR, but not even call it PSVR. It's called the Sony VR headset. Maybe it connects with the computer same way like the Quest does. If so, If you're going in the store and you have a $400 Sony VR headset that's wireless and you have the Oculus Quest for $400, it like, like if, if they're like close to the same price and one of them requires Facebook, everyone's going to pick the Sony because they're like, I trust Sony. Sony is a brand that I like. I don't like Facebook. I don't trust Facebook. So I think that's, that's where you kind of get to that point where you're you know, in a situation where you kind of have to look at what's going to go on with the market and i just we're we're at the baby part we're at the baby steps the o oculus um, and sega genesis <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i think if um if the psvr2 allows you to untether it at, at certain times i think that might be a big game changer a big one indeed but i think, um, it, I yeah, think it'll so... be possible during its lifetime they'll release something to like get rid of that wire a deluxe version yeah. or something yeah some sort of like i don't know bluetooth tethering i don't i don't know how to do it but some the smart thing. the smart people at sony know how to know <laughs> no no know how to get it done it'll come well the, the, they could do the remote play with the vita so i mean they've already like dabbled in this exact technology so i mean it's it's there it's yeah. just them having the confidence to do it and them being secure enough because that's the problem and that's the thing that i think with psvr i got a bad rap on is as soon as anything isn't perfect, people get upset. I think yeah. the Quest gets lucky where the people are like, oh, I expect it to be a little bit janky because it's VR. But like PlayStation, it's like, no, it better work perfectly. And as soon as it didn't work perfectly, it was major hate from people that don't really understand the industry and expect mm -hmm. console quality games in VR. Yeah, I think Samsung, I think you're right. I think with the Oculus having AirPlay um, or AirLink, sorry, AirLink and... Um, obviously virtual desktop being a thing. I think that's something that Sony can 100% put in, in day one, maybe. 
Um, so you just have that option that you can. And if you have the strong enough Wi-Fi, you can also do it wirelessly as well, which is going to be pretty, pretty huge, I think. Pretty huge. Um, yeah, so on that, let's move on to the final part of the show, and that's what we've been playing. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Lipnox, because you're our guest. Have you been playing a lot of VR recently? I've been playing tons of VR, uh, working on a big, a big video that is some, something I'm really excited about doing. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say too, too much. But uh, I'll say it, and it definitely, definitely revolves around my hat that I'm wearing right now, and I always wear my channel. So I'll give you, give you guys a little hint in that regard. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm really close to finishing up that. I got all the footage and everything. So that's, that's, that's wait, got wait, me wait. really excited. We've got the listeners here who have no idea what you're talking oh, sorry, about. Sorry. So I'm going to describe <laughs> your hat as having some sort of mask on there. And the mask does certain things. That's all I'm yeah. saying. It, it, Check the video it's... version for some more clarification. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a little bonus for the video users. You know, if you're if you're listening, go 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 click that video, hit that hit the subscribe and hit a like and check out <laughs> check out the hat. But but uh, but I will I will say other than other than that, uh, I had the chance to check out this uh, PC VR game that you get to build your own arcade and you literally design the layout by moving things around in VR called Arcade Legend, and that game is it's supposed to be a demo, but I played it for five hours straight. I couldn't stop playing it. <laughs> And I just like I was, there's the, the the community manager talking to me. And they're just like, "Are you gonna stop playing? Like, like you just you don't stop playing." And I'm like, "I can't stop playing. I need to, I need to get everything. I need to buy every possible arcade in this demo. I need to get every top score. Every, everything <laughs> possible in this demo needs to be done. And then I need to lay out my arcade the best way." And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm I'm the kind of person that I love Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I love mm -hmm. arcade games. You're putting basically manage my own arcade, the Roller Coaster Tycoon aspect made it really easy to design things by moving them all around. And then I get to play the games too. It's sort of, and, and the full version, you're going to be able to invite your friends and hang out in these rooms with people. Like it's just, that's, that's the kind cool. of game that gets me excited. <laughs> that's what Pim that's what Star Wars pinball's missing. Yeah, know, we need multiplayer. Like and we need a TV. I want, to be, I want to be able to watch the Star Wars movies while I'm, <laughs> while I'm doing that. Give, give me give me Disney Plus added into Star Wars into that. You know, I, I should be able to watch the new season of Mandalorian while playing pinball on the Mandalorian <laughs> table. I bet Samson thinks that's a dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'd I'd be totally into that. That that would sell the game right there for me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um Samson, did you get in much VR going getting uh, like through the last week? So you uh, went online for four days. What's going on? <laughs> uh, -oh. <laughs> uh no i got i got i, I squeezed some in um i started stone uh stones of harleth harleth um i played for about hour 90 minutes or so uh i'm i'm definitely enjoying it uh i'm excited to get through it um <clears throat> definitely like scared the crap out of me even though it's like 2d sprites are the enemies uh Wolves. at times yeah yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of got it's got some good atmosphere. Um, Can you describe yeah. that game to someone like me who's not played that game yet? Like, what would you say? Um, all right. F obviously, first person sort of like adventure, I guess. Like, I'm just going through this town. People are giving me uh, sort of like tasks, like go talk to this guy, uh, go find this, uh, return. Uh, I guess like an early Zelda game type of deal. 
Um, and then you have a book and you're sort of like a mage. So you can draw out uh, uh, different, like I like the fireballs. It's like a triangle. Uh, it's sort of my go-to move. Uh, much nice. better with the fireballs than I am with the uh, the sword. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. And it's very cheap. It's like 10 bucks. Uh, I think I've heard the whole campaign's like four to six hours, which means it'll probably take me like eight to 10. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, and I, I picked it up in a pre-release sale. It was like 10% off. So it was like $9 for me. It's great deal. Um, sold. Nice. Um, and then Walkabout released their new course today. Uh, so I was yes. able to get into that and uh, very much enjoyed it. Looking forward to playing it with friends this weekend. Is that free? Uh, yeah, yeah, this one's nice. free. Uh, I, this might be the last free one. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I got, I got some, I got something shameful to admit. I bought that game like a week after it came out, and I still have not played it. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I know it's uh, amazing, but I just, I get so busy, and people are, and it's like, oh, I'll make a video on this game. I'm, I won't make a video on this game. So I keep saving the ones I'm not going to make a video on, and yeah. that list is getting so big um yeah it's i mean it's like my go-to game for playing uh with vr with my real real irl friends um so yeah I, it's like it's like that vr chat rec room that's like what i go to i think it's a stress relief that game for me that walk but i played played the course just before we came on air actually just to relax and be like okay let's get in the zone here um but before i talk about that actually um Lipnox, have you played stones of harloth as well so I booted it up and I told the developer, I was like, oh, you know, I'll play it through it for the weekend. And I don't know, remember what I was feeling, but I was like, I should be going to bed. And I just decided that I wasn't going to go to bed and I'd start playing the game. Yeah, I played till I got to the final boss of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I kind of just couldn't stop playing it until the game got, basically I reached a point in the game at the final boss. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll basically say that it, it became quite challenging with the all the spells to draw the spells and them consistently recognize them. And at this point in the game, they're sending you like an endless onslaught of enemies that you, you really, you, you need to be using the spells properly to defend against. And admittedly, if I had taken my time and just slowly chipped away at the boss, I probably would have been okay. But, you know, I, I want to, I want to just, I'm going for like the, the fastest possible. So I'm, to, you know, going for that risk to throw the extra fireball or this and that, just to chip away that one little piece of health to <laughs> speed everything up. Because at this point, I probably died like three or four times already, and I'm getting I'm getting annoyed. You know, I've already played the game for like four hours. I'm getting tired, and I basically that 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 was the one thing that like really like soured my mood about the game a little bit. But the developer has said that he's going to add in the ability to draw spells while you're moving, because that was the big issue. That, yes, that's to stop yes. and then draw the spell. And if you draw it wrong the first time, all the enemies catch up with you and the boss is blowing you up with all this stuff and you're basically dead instantly. So the fact that I can be running and still draw the spell is going to be just a huge win for me because that's the biggest that's the biggest hurdle right now. But since it's basically the boss of the game, I'm pretty much, I, I saw everything basically. Yeah, I, lo kept, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that, that kept happening clarify. to me. Uh, <laughs> I kept drawing that triangle and it wasn't like connecting all the way. So I just see like the black smoke. I'm like, no, come on. The enemies are coming. Well, that's the thing. You're like, you're like backing up as far as possible yeah. and to try to like prepare for the thing. And you're like, I'm good to go. And, you know, you do a couple of fireballs and you throw that grenade fireball and blow them up. And you're like, this is awesome. But then 
you know, then you start getting swarmed with the wave of enemies that come behind it. And you're like, what do I do? And you're like fidgeting with the thing, trying to draw it. And then you get enemies <laughs> hacking at you and you're just like, no, try to draw this thing. And I think what happens is I think if you get hit while you're like, drawing, yeah. it stops the drawing, even though it's still like, you're still drawing, but it like doesn't count it anymore. So I'm wondering mm. if that was what was happening in the final level that was giving me so much issue, mm. but that game is definitely, definitely amazing for the price tag. Like that's, that's definitely the, the content in that is like at least 15, definitely $20. I mean, the whole game, questionable voice acting, but the whole game is voice acted. <laughs> the, all the sound effects are recorded by hand. Like they, they didn't skip out in this game in any way. And yes, the character models are 2D, but the environments are not. They are 3D. They look awesome. As a quest game, you know, as someone who plays tons of PC VR stuff, they're basically on par with a lot of the stuff you see in VR chat levels anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's very well made. I love how um, Samson said it's, it's a good four to six hours and then Lipnot say, yeah, I pretty much almost beat it in one night. <laughs> well, I, th- so I, think how- I, took, I think it was four hours it took me to get to that point. And there's an arena I mean, mode afterwards, but I didn't, I, unless you beat the game, you don't think you get the arena, so. I mean, that's a testament to how good the game is then, right? If, if you got addicted to that and just continued playing it for so long and it's only for 10 bucks or $9 if you have a special discount code as Samsung <laughs> had, you know. Well, I got um, the same code. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even a code. It was, uh, it was if you it bought was the game pre-order. before it came yeah. out, they said 10%. And I'm just like, right. you know, I could ask for a code, but it's 10% off at like $10 anyway. So I'm just like, you know what? Me sending the email is more effort. Plus if, if I get a code, I feel obliged to do something with it but if i buy the game i've just played the game for fun yeah but this, and this you're is supported this, this is my, yeah this yeah. is my coverage of the game i'll talk about the game <laughs> i don't yeah, have to worry about anything yeah. i don't have to make any video i don't have to edit anything it's, it's awesome yeah 10 bucks it seems like an absolute steal then yeah so it definitely is oh, the, th- the other thing too is like even if even if you don't want to go into all these dungeons even this thing you still got a huge overworld to explore like it's not huge huge but it's you can explore the whole map from the start and just walk around fighting the wolves and fighting the bats and stuff it's still a pretty yeah. cool little area to explore and you know what like for me it's like when i'm in vr just exploring things having a town having a world that's already something that's really cool to me and i love that i love having an open world thing like that there's no skyrim there's no oblivion you're not going to get that on the quest hardware if you want that on your quest hardware this this gives you as close as you're going to get to having skyrim on the quest for the for the foreseeable future until they announce Skyrim next week at E3 because on everything else. <laughs> on, on, on App Lab probably too. Just just, just, just to screw me over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think for me, I've been playing a couple games. Um, I won't talk about this one too much because I have a video out on the channel. It's called Headmaster. And that's for anyone who's kind of into football or soccer, as you call it in North America. Um, it's simply a heading game like the ball comes to you in, in an arena and you head the ball at different targets and such uh, there's a little bit more to the game than that we have boss battles there's a there's 40 different exams that you can you can take is what they what they call it in that game but it's a very old game like I used to play that on the PlayStation VR when I first got it and when it when I when I had the quest I was like I wonder if it's on this but it's not it's on PC VR but it's still through the Oculus system and I played it. That game is still holds up. I think it's around four years old now, which seems crazy for a VR title that is now an old game out there, you know. But um, that game is fantastic. If you want to check out Headmaster, you can check it out on the YouTube channel. Put a like a decent review on there. It, it also had a, it has also oh, had yeah. some pretty big updates too. 
I think it has a, a big party mode update and it has the it has like a paid DLC too they added. So they did they it did does. freshen it up too past that past that opening point. But I also played it they do it's have, cool, cool game. <laughs> yeah, it does they do have the lost levels DLC which is an extra I think 8 bucks and you get some more levels and the party mode as well. I wish the party mode was online multiplayer. I think that would be even better but um it's more past the headset to play. Um, where something on the PlayStation VR works perfectly well because everyone can see your screen well, but I've always had casting issues with my Oculus when it comes to my TV. Never had never had an issue when I'm doing it to Chrome on the laptop for some reason, but for some reason on the TV, I've always had those issues. But yeah, that's if you want to check that out, that's on the channel. But the other thing I want to talk about that just dropped today on the day of recording is the Walkabout Mini Golf U course. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that me and Samson have been looking forward to this one for quite some time ever since they teased it and it's a wild west theme a wild west theme and samson i don't know about you but it's pretty cool it's, it's it's a really good really nice art style and it kind of reminded me of the first level where it had like caves because when you go into like where you're where you're mined for gold but then you come out of it and then there's also a whole saloon that you dive into and then one of the levels which is really cool is you have this like bandit and if you like, there's a little target on him in the middle. And if you get the ball in that, then you'll get a hole in one because the ball will head into the hole in one. Did you hit it? I wasn't able to hit it. I was no, I tried. No, okay. I tried two or three times and I was like, okay, come on. I want to do this, but no, yeah. I hit it. No, I missed it completely both times. I tried the level. Um, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. Um, it did feel like tourist trap, like one of the earlier levels, uh, mm -hmm. like challenge challenging wise. It wasn't as hard, I think, as, uh, certainly is like arizona or the space Tessie well, the station. space yeah tessie station um but yeah i definitely enjoyed it i'm looking forward to getting into it with uh some friends this weekend and uh i did play through the hard mode uh the whole 18 on the hard one was pretty cool it's like a par six uh wow. it's pretty cool it was a lot more par threes i found on the course um but yeah i definitely enjoyed it it was fun I agree R6, with you. That's... I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I agree intense. with you though. I think yeah. that the the overall I haven't played the hard one yet, but the easy one is fairly straightforward compared to the last two, I'd say. And you're right with the Arizona, but it's once again, and once again, it's another free update that they just released. Yeah. And I, I freaking love it. And Samson, you mentioned that it's probably the last one, right? It's probably the last free update. Yeah, I've got to I've got to double check that. I feel like they said they were going to release like three or four free ones, and then uh, do how pending how those went, do some DLCs. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's my understanding if the if the masses are like me, we're uh, very willing to buy a DLC pack. I will I will hundred percent buy. I would I would happily have bought this course if they do it like the synth riders packs where you can buy individual songs and such. Buying an individual course for like two ninety nine, I would have, I would have definitely done that, one hundred percent. And Lipnox, we got to get you in it. <laughs> got to get you yeah, in that game. As I say, send me, send me the invite. I'll, I'll, I'll finally, finally boot the game up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, 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 um, I don't know I'm, if I'll, I don't know if I'll be getting any par on any of these courses, but uh, I'll be having fun. I can guarantee that. You'll definitely <laughs> be having fun. Yeah, I definitely be having fun. So yeah, that big. That brings us to the end of the show. Um, Limnox, thank you once again for for joining in on joining us on this. It's been been fun. Been a great guest. It's been a pleasure. I uh, it's fun fun to finally do one of these things on video. <laughs> yeah, 
Definitely. It took me and Samson quite a, quite a while to finally figure this out, to be honest. <laughs> We've had some wow. crazy setups in the past. I've got my like exp- like my camera and I'm like, I got to have the software on the computer to recognize the camera as a webcam. And then I got my like <laughs> podcast mic here and then I have to wear headphones because so I'm like, oh, now I got to figure out the headphones thing. So I got like three <laughs> things that can all record audio. <laughs> Well, at least your at least your light's still working. My light's gone off halfway through this one, but never mind. Yeah, I noticed that it it's, it distracted me in mid conversation. I was like, uh, I was like, <laughs> keep you talking. Continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, Litmox, do you want to plug anything? You want to plug your channel? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can find me uh, Litmox VR on YouTube, and that's 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 the main place to find me. And I mean, I got all the links you need to you need to find are all out exterior from that. But uh, yeah. Lipnox VR, L-I-P-N-O-X space VR. Yeah, we'll have everything in the description below. And if you're really into side quest stuff, then definitely check Lipnox's channel out. Like I said, he had a, a good long, long video um, uh, almost like a couple of weeks ago now, right? Talking about all the side quest games. So yeah, I had, uh, I had five. It was a two-parter. Community. It's, 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 only one per, one, it's only one part, but there's, I, well, I technically had six different creators that we're in the video. One of one of them makes a small guest appearance as like a joke near the end. But I will I will say too, also on top of SideQuest, if you like VR chat, you should definitely take a look at the channel upcoming this That's, week. I was, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna plug your rec room one uh, video. It was pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I that yeah. rec room. I was like I spent so I spent all this time on this because I had one of my like most loyal subscribers. He kept asking me, he's like, when are you do the <laughs> rec room video? When are you do the rec room video? And he asked me like December, and I finally did it. And then like 150 people watched it and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was yeah. happy with that. I haven't been on Rec Room in so long that I was like, just, I was loving just checking out those levels again. Yeah. You, usually I just get sucked right into paintball. Cause I'm just like, all right, I just need to shoot, shoot some children I'm in paintball always, right now. <laughs> yeah. Always see you in paintball. Always yeah. see Samson in paintball. He's playing Rec yeah. Room underneath. It'll say plain paintball. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but I do I have explored a little bit. Uh, I I do enjoy it. So anytime you want to uh, you need you need a partner for those rec room rooms, you know, hit me up. Uh, I think um, I think I accidentally promised a Fall Guys video and of some sort in my last rec room thing. So I think I'm, I think I owe it to everyone to come back on there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. But yeah, it's been a it's been a pleasure, Lipnox, and obviously we have our regular regular co-host samson he's still there samson spreading vr if you want to check his stuff out he had a video up recently with him playing um with a b haptics vest right because you've had that recently so yep. so, then, uh, so yeah it's it's <laughs> it's amazing and then uh earlier today i just uh streamed the two walkabout courses uh just nice. to get those out there yeah Nice. Yeah, I'm also je- jealous of the uh, B haptic suit, but um, one day, <laughs> Lipnox, one day. I'm sa- I'm saving my pennies up. I'm- I'll get there. Yeah. So it- it'll yeah, be definitely. like it'll be like the Oculus Quest. One day, I just I won't be able to hold off anymore, and then I'll own it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And then for me, I mean, just go on to Playtest VR YouTube. There's always a there's always a video popping out every now and again. Um, I've, yeah, I I can't really talk about a couple of things, but. Videos are coming out soon. Don't worry. You're <laughs> sworn to secrecy. Out. I'm sworn <laughs> to secrecy. I'm not allowed to say anything yet. But yes, check out the channel. There'll be another video up um, probably for Tuesday. Um, and then obviously check out for our next podcast probably next week. So 
Um, once again, it's on the audio. If if you're watching this film video, if you want to have a podcast on your commutes, and if you're on the audio, it's also got a video version as well. If you want to see Lipnot's beautiful face and see his beautiful hat <laughs> that he has, that's teasing his next video. And I think I know what it is. But I think, once I think, again, I, think I gave multiple hints. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next one.